Dorrit and P.K. Kemsley reportedly owe $1.3 million in unpaid taxes. Now, this is actually probably a pretty interesting thing to uh, cover on this because here's the thing. The IRS is kind of like the KGB where basically you cannot mess with them, right? Like... This is the thing. Out of all the things that all these celebrities could end up doing, not paying their taxes is like the number one thing that's probably going to get them. This is the same reason why um, I think Al Capone actually ended up getting punished was because of taxes. So let's get into it. So Erica Jane isn't the only real housewife finding out that life can be just a little too expensive whatever the hell that thing is the hell so rural housewives of beverly hills cast member dort kemsley and her husband paul pk kemsley is that his like what the like his nickname or something so reportedly owe more than 1.3 million dollars combined in unpaid taxes dating back to 2015 and at the time of this recording is 2021 so For quite a few years, they have not been uh, paying taxes. So according to documents obtained by The Sun, PK, who is 53, has two active solo tax liens in the state of California, one for $293,222.73 from back in 2015, and a second for $289,423 dollars and 67 cents from october 2018 he and dort 45 are then both named in a 2018 tax document that states the couple owes the irs six hundred and thirty five thousand eight hundred and eighty seven dollars and 23 cents so the real housewives of beverly hills or the r-h-o-b-h star who often dresses in head-to-toe designer duds rounds up the debt with her own individual tax lien from march 2021 that states she owes the state of california ninety thousand two hundred and sixty nine dollars and forty six cents so the total amounts of everything is one million three hundred and eight thousand eight hundred and three dollars and nine cents according to the sun and all liens remain unpaid so in september the married couple who share two young kids together put their encino california mansion on the market for 9.5 million dollars but it has reportedly been reduced to 8 million dollars and also dora and pk have both been previously entangled in a series of lawsuits involving their finances so the British businessman won a 2019 sports betting case brought by a collection agency that said he owed a sports gambling firm $75,000 because the case was brought past the statute of limitations. He endured then also settled a lawsuit with the Bellagio Hotel in May of that year. And so the casino first filed a case against PK in 2013 for failing to pay a $3.6 million casino marker that he took. Yeah, so basically like a loan. And alleged that after the music manager filed for bankruptcy in the UK, he stopped making payments. 
He was then ordered to pay until June 2018. However, both parties later resolved their differences. So in 2019, it was reported that Dora's bank accounts had been frozen due to her husband's legal troubles. However, the housewife dismissed the claim on Watch What Happens Live in July of that year, stating it had all been blown up in the press. And on this week's episode of R-H-O-B-H, Dort told her co-star, Jane, that she knows what it's like to be thrust in her husband's legal woes. So Jane is currently being accused of divorcing her 82-year-old husband, Tom Girardi, in an attempt to hide assets and embezzle money. And she was denied any, well, she has denied any wrongdoing. And the reps for Dort and PK did not immediately return this page six's request for comment kind of thing. But here's the thing, right? This is the thing that you could kind of like, the thing that you could kind of like learn this situation because, you know, we always comment about like financial news related stuff, right? Because we're trying to help people master their money. So if you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money or go to 40inbox.com. So here's the thing that you could kind of like learn from this situation. One, you should probably stay away from gambling. And also, if you have a problem with gambling, you need to take some steps in place to really have like a plan to slowly win yourself out of it. Because here's the thing. The problem with gambling is that it's basically a game and it's a game that you constantly lose money, right? Like it's not like a game where you just end up losing time. It's a game where you lose time and potentially all of your money, right? And it's very addictive in the sense that you could end up never have gambled in your life, right? But if you win once, you're like, oh, snap. I'm good at this. I could win again. This is so easy. I could win again. And this is the same problem like having like a lottery scratch-off ticket, right? Now, technically, there's nothing like morally wrong with, you know, just, you know, spending a very, very tiny amount of money to the point where, like, if you were to burn it in front of you, it would not change your financial life. So, for example, let's say someone's making, like, $50,000 per year after taxes. So that's their, like, take-home pay. And then they, like, you know, spend, like, $10 a month on, like, a scratch-off lottery ticket. That's not going to change their financial life. Technically speaking, they can go do that and not really alter their financial life or like screw themselves financially but let's say they were to do that and on like a ten dollar scratch off ticket they end up winning like a thousand dollars right well that's gonna just have like this like hidden like a pull to just keep buying more so instead of like just spending like ten dollars per month maybe they're spending a hundred dollars per month or a thousand dollars per month or two thousand dollars per month And like a good example of this as to like a real life example is that very early on in adulthood, in my life and all that kind of stuff, right? When I was like 18, 19, like I'd get like groceries with my dad and all that kind of stuff, right? And we would talk to this like lottery ticket lady, right? And she basically was telling the story of how this individual who was like in his like 60s, right? Basically, on the first of every month, which was like the basically when he got his social security check, he literally came into the grocery store 
and cashed out every single dollar, right? So cashed out his whole social security check and spent every single dollar on scratch-off lottery tickets. Every single month on the first of every month, he did this like clockwork, okay? And this is most likely basically all of his money, right? He's probably like barely living a life because he would do this all the time. Like he would do it every single month, like clockwork, every single month. He, this dude was addicted, right? And guess what he would do when he won, right? And this is the crazy thing. So when he would win, right? Like if he were to actually like turn a profit in that, you know, time that he cashed out his social security check, he would immediately put every single thing back into more scratch-offs. Like he didn't just like take his winnings. He just kept putting it back into scratch-offs nonstop, right? So he'll put his whole social security check, let's just say like, I don't know, maybe like two grand, right? So he puts two grand into scratch-off lottery tickets, and then whatever he gets that, which is most likely less than that, let's say like he only won like 500 at the after he spent 2000 he would put the 500 back into scratch off lottery tickets and then again and he'll only make like maybe $50 and then it keeps going on and on and on and on to where he's basically completely ran out of money in that single day he literally would just spend every single thing every single cent on it and so this is the problem that you really got to basically look in the mirror and be honest with yourself right so for example like this situation right it's not just the taxes that are the issue but the taxes are an issue most likely because of this guy's gambling addiction right like if you literally have to take out a loan so that you can go gamble you have a gambling addiction and if you have an addiction guess what it doesn't matter how much you make you're going to end up spending every single cent of what you make right and this is how you can see like billionaires end up like spending like a hundred million dollars per year and just like gambling right so this isn't actually like a surprising situation it's just sad to see someone who is very successful end up basically completely screwing themselves in this situation right like think about this right so this is just the the taxes that he owes right which meant that he had to have been making a lot of money to owe this amount in taxes right let's just say you know like let's give it like everything like the benefit of the doubt maybe he only made like double this because of the crazy taxes of california and all that kind of stuff right so let's say that you know over the course of this time he made like two million dollars or something like that right or like 2.6 million dollars right just to be on the safe side which he probably made way more than that but let's just use that right he's making very good income and yet he can't manage his money so he's completely screwed, right? And so this is like a perfect example of someone who doesn't have a strong financial foundation, someone who is massively in debt, someone who doesn't understand like anything about finances and basically shot themselves in the foot, right? And this is like a, another perfect example of like basically if like a construction worker or someone who's like working at McDonald's, right? And they were like making like minimum wage, right? But if they had a strong financial foundation, they were out of debt, they had an emergency fund, they were slowly putting money into investments like in index funds and all that kind of stuff, right? 
they would actually be richer than this guy. Like, just absorb that information if you stumble upon this episode. That someone making a minimum wage job, if they had no debt, like if they had a strong financial foundation, they would be richer than this guy who's making multiple millions of dollars, right? Just, just absorb that, right? That's why it's never about how much you make. It's about how much money you can keep and then invest to work for you. So feel free to share this with someone because this is like a perfect example as to someone completely screwing up. By the way, if you need help mastering your money, check out 40inbox.com. Go down in the description below. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.